0: Happen. Do you agree with me? God's outside of time. You agree with me? Okay. So it's important to know this morning who crucified Jesus. This is the title of the message. Who crucified Jesus? It's very important to know this. Okay. I want to show you something from scripture this morning. If you would go to John 18 31, first for me. First thing we need to clarify is who did not crucify Jesus. Because it's his birth led to the crucifixion. Am I right? His birth led there. That's the that's why he was born. That's the, the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. Just which way you want to say it? Sua sure, sua. Okay. But Pilate said unto them, Take, let me just read it in, 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 in my Bible. Have you got your Bibles here? Fantastic. Let me just read you the Bible. John 18, verse 31. Then Pilate said to him, You take him and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It's not lawful for us to put anyone to death. Okay. So they did not have the authority. The Jews didn't crucify jesus they didn't have the authority to do that so that's the first thing we so still look you know we've had like movie stars i don't know if you people watch that movie stars getting in big trouble because he's like, went on an anti-semitism rant because the jews crucified jesus they, they didn't put him to death it's important to understand who crucified christ uh, because it will change the way we look at the cross The second one I want you to go to is in John 19, verse 11. ...crucify you and power to release you. And Jesus answered you could have no power at all against me unless it has been given you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. Pilate had the authority, but not the political will. Pilate, the Romans, didn't crucify Jesus. This is very, very important to understand that because those are the two main categories of people being accused of crucifying Jesus. Ephesians 2 says the following. Hello? Is that light shedding? Attempted <laughs> load shedding. Ephesians 2. Listen to what Ephesians 2 says. Verse 8. I didn't give it to the sound guys verse 7 that in the ages to come he might show the exceedingly riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in christ jesus for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself it is a gift of god not of work lest anyone should boast you see if we say those people crucified they can actually take credit for that because in mankind not do not know what's coming in we only have hindsight am i right in hindsight thank you for the cross in hindsight we celebrate that but at in that time in that moment he was ridiculed teased, mocked and there was no hindsight to celebrate that now let's go to john 10. i want you to go to john 10 and i want you to read this with me when you see what Jesus says. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The shepherd gives his life for his sheep. A hireling who, who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The highling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by them. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I might take it up. No one takes it from me. But I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. Why am I sharing this morning with you? Because when we understand that Jesus willingly, by himself, by his own accord, his own decision, decided to lay down his life. He decided to descend from heaven. No one forced him out of heaven. Jesus said, I will go down. And I will be born of a 16 year old girl, maybe 14. The debate's open. Okay. Now, that's not a license for teenage pregnancies. Okay. They got married at that age then. <laughs> Hello? Where's my, yeah, where's my laugh board? I've got to go get it there. You know? <laughs> it's not an excuse for teenage pregnancies. Okay. That's the time they got married in those days. Jesus said, I'm going to come down. And I'm going to be born of a woman by himself. It was his decision. No one forced it on him. He grew up. He submitted to his parents. No one forced that upon him. He chose to do that. Submission is very difficult when you see the flaws in people. Submission is difficult when you see the flaws in people. Jesus saw the flaws in his parents. You know that. He is perfect God. He is 100% human, 100% God. He is flawless, mistakeless, sinless. And his parents are just normal humans. He sees the flaws and he chooses to submit to them. From the age of 12 to 18. There's a maturity when you can submit to somebody once you have see their flaws. There's a maturity in that. Jesus didn't become rebellious, but he chose to do that. That was his decision. why? Why is he doing all of this? because he loves you. He came to Earth, got born because he loves you. he submitted to his parents because he loves you. He waited to start his ministry from 12 to 18 or from 12 to 30 which is 18 years he waited to start his ministry because he loved you. He went about his ministry for the three and a half years doing miracles which John describes as signs to prove that he's the Messiah because he loves you. Amen. Okay, no, iemand is here because I'm, are you guys awake? Is it the vroeg vir huh? I'll get the waiters to bring you coffee. It's okay. <laughs> um he was baptized which he didn't have to do he didn't have to get baptized to set the perfect example because he loved you and then he goes to gethsemane because he loves you he went through that desert of temptation and no water and no food for 40 days okay so by the way we're starting a fast in january again from the 10th to the 31st in our congregation. Man. You can fast whatever you want to, but we're starting a fast then as per normal. And we're going to fast for souls. We're going to trust the Lord for new converts. And that's what we're going to pray for. And We're going to, so, we're going to be serious about it. We're going to fight in the spirit for souls because souls are important. You see, for how long can we worship God? Just give me a sidetrack here quickly. For how long can we worship God? Always. And when you die, can you still worship God? Yes, you're going to go to heaven. And you're going to worship with the angels. For how long can we study the Word? For how long can we study the Word? Forever. Even when we die, we're going to, we're going to have interaction with Jesus, who is the Word. How long can we reach the lost? Now, this side of the grave, we have got this time to reach the lost. That's why we're going to fast and we're going to go down. Jesus went through that desert for 40 days. Who of you have fasted five days, no water, no food? You just put up your hand. There's one person. Oh, another person. Who has fasted for 10 days, no water, no food? Okay, no. Who has fasted for 10 days just on water? Just on water. 15 days just on water. All right. Jesus went 40 days no water, no food, because He loved you, Amen. because He loved you. Most of us cringe at the thought of skipping a meal or going a day without food. I know my government children, yeah? we were in the children's home, we worked in the children's home, and they, a children's home child, they call themselves Gavi kids, Gavi kids, yeah? they cannot skip one meal. They can't skip one meal. If they don't have breakfast, it's chaos. If they don't have lunch, it's chaos. I never grew up. I don't know if you. I don't know how many people eat three times a day. Because I certainly don't eat three times a day. Maybe twice a day for most part of my life. These Gavi kids—they fasting is 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 it causes something to happen in our spirit. Jesus went through that for 40 days because He loves you. We celebrate in this day because Jesus loves you. Then He went to the cross. Oh, we can backtrack a little bit. He first got beaten, eh? He first got beaten. 39 strokes of the cat's tail because He loves you. He didn't cry out. The Bible says he didn't cry out. He didn't scream, make a fuss. Oh, they're offending me. I'm going to vip myself and leave. I'm going to have no more respect for nobody because they're hitting me. No. He kept his mouth shut. He kept a good attitude the whole time because he loves you. Because he loves you the whole time. He He went to the cross and he only screamed out The Bible says, he only screamed out, The excruciating pain being separated from his father made him scream. Made him cry out because he loves you. He took the rejection and the abandonment because he loves you. He took the sickness and the sin upon him because he loves you. He died on that cross because He loves you. Scripture says, and He gave up His spirit. He says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit by His own free will. The Scripture says that, do you not know that I can summon a legion of angels right now to take me off? To defend me and my Father will send them. But He didn't do that because He loves you. He ascended, descended into hell. Walked in those filthy, sulfur-filled corridors. And walked up to Lucifer and he took the keys because he loves you. And three days later, he rose up because he loves you. It's a giving God all the time. He is giving, giving 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 and not expecting a single thing in return because he loves you because he loves you because he loves you and then he spent another period of time and appeared to people on the earth because he loves you and he said don't touch me i'm going to go to heaven but i will send you the holy spirit so that you're not alone that you're not That you don't feel abandoned. You're not orphans because He loves you. This morning, that's what we celebrate. The gift of Christ. And none of us can boast. Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 10. So that no one can boast. No one can say, I found Jesus. I did It's my way i turned my life around i started doing the right thing going to no he saves the lost he goes and finds the lost. he paid the price of he seeks the lost he loves you and i and we were all lost at certain stages. and some of us sitting here right now are lost and jesus is knocking at the door and he's saying I've paid the price for you because I love you. I laid it down by my No one killed me. No one crucified me. No one made me come to earth. I decided to do this because I love you. Because I love you. The, um, The question is, will we receive that love? This morning receiving is easy. We receive gifts, and it's fun, and it's enjoyable to receive gifts. Am I right? Who likes receiving gifts? My son's got a present this morning. I start crying. And I'm like, really? You're crying? But out of gratefulness. There's a joy in the atmosphere in the church because we are receiving gifts. The gift of Christ is the biggest gift. It stands for 2,000 years. It will stand for eternity in your life if you will receive Him. He's proven it, He's shown it, and He's done it because He loves you, not because anybody forced Him to do that. I want to pray with you this morning. Will you close your eyes with me? Thank you so much. And our prayer is always to receive. Everybody knows me. I'm a bit of an evangelistical preacher, I think. I've come to realize it. Father, we thank you for your presence this morning. And Jesus, when we look at this and we see you going to the cross by yourself, choosing to go there because you love us. Amen. Lord, we want to receive that love this morning. Lord, we open our hands and our hearts and say, we receive You. You came to Your own and they didn't want You, Jesus. But as many as received You, You've given the right to be called children of God. Will You pray after me? Dear Lord Jesus, Jesus. I choose choose. to respond to respond to Your love by opening up my heart And receiving you. Unreservedly Lord. Come fill me with your love. Your word says Jesus. That the Father pours out. The love of God. In our hearts. By the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Pour your love into me. I receive it now. In Jesus' name. Come live in me. Come be my Father, my Redeemer, my Savior, my Healer, and my Lord. I submit to you, sir, because you love me. I respond, to your love. I respond to your love. Thank you, Thank you that you save me now. That you write my name in your book of life. In, of life. in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 That's our Christmas message. We don't need anything more. God loves you. He loves you. Sit for We can take some more photos. Have some is there still coffee outside, Sari? Sari, yes, you know, they are in the kitchen. We can this, take some more photos. God bless you. Have a blessed Christmas. Have an awesome, awesome day.